It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Donald Trump is going to ask his faithful followers to take one giant leap with him in the coming weeks, months, days, even years to come, Pat. Um, there's some critical questions that need to be asked and answered. And guess what day it is, Pat? It's a deep dive Thursday. So we're going to deep dive into those questions. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni, And this is Critical Thinking. <laughs> Good deep dive Thursday morning to you, Mr. Padoni. How are you? Oh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, I guess. Nobody has ever accused you of that in the morning. No, no one. Quite no, you're right. Nobody. No one has ever. And it's only ever. going to get worse in the coming weeks and months. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm aware. Um, so you're I, you're I, mentally I, preparing yourself for the uh, the sleepless nights coming your way. I'm I yeah uh that that that's gonna happen. Um, <laughs> I, I've I've often told my wife that um, your job will be to get up with the baby in the middle of the night, and my job is gonna be keeping your side of the bed warm. Ask me how well that's played out for me so far. Did she kick you in the shin yet? No, no. Uh, more like gave me a more like gave me a dead arm though. Ah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Yep, yep. I I would have imagined nothing less than that. Yeah. I'm surprised you are still talking to me. Uh well, I mean, I've had the look of death. Um I've been fortunate to survive said look. Do not uh, do not take any sandwich or other food object that she makes. She made meatball subs last night which were really good. I, I still wouldn't trust it, Pat. I ate it. I'm still here. Uh, we'll see for how much longer. Yeah, true. true, <laughs> true. Yeah. Folks at home, do not do that. Do, do mm. not pull a Pat. Do not yeah, do don't. that. I don't. I don't recommend it. 
<laughs> it, it, it ends painfully. Um, so yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. All right. With that being said, folks, um, Donald Trump, as we talked about earlier this week, is facing the two-tiered political justice system, uh, in which um, you know gun and drug charges are swept under the rug. Um, no jail time. Plead guilty. See you later. And storing documents unsafely, insecurely is going to put you into prison, allegedly, for the rest of your natural-born life. Okay, well then, there are some real-world ramifications for this two-tiered political justice system. And let's just stipulate this up front, Pat. We firmly believe, and have for a long time, the goal of the Democrats is not just to prevent Trump from being elected. It is that he sits in a jail cell. I think we can stipulate that because we've talked about it ad nauseum throughout 2023. Correct? Yes. Absolutely. Well, earlier this week, our friend Steve Dace asked on his show and uh, via Twitter four critical questions of the Donald Trump administration. And since it is a deep dive Thursday and we are about critically thinking through questions and thoughts and and uh, statements of others as well as our own, I thought, well, why not explore those questions because they're really good questions that the Donald Trump campaign and Donald Trump himself should be answering. So how about we, I don't know, get into that deep diving, Pat? Sound good to you? Let's do it. Okay, so the first question that comes from Steve Dace on his Twitter. Now, he states that you're claiming, and I agree, and have been saying the same this entire calendar year, that the Democrat plan is to convict and imprison Trump, as we have stipulated. His question is, do you have a plan for winning an election under those circumstances? His theory is, because short of a repeat of the Civil War nobody wants, the only other means to stop these persecutions and worse in the future is to win the next election. If Trump or someone friendly to his base doesn't win the next election, there are real odds that Trump finishes his natural life, given his age, under some form of incarceration. So again, the question, do you have a plan for winning an election under the circumstances of um, conviction and imprisonment. Uh, no, they don't. They, they they don't have a plan currently, at least not in a primary season. Okay. Now, if 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 we let's just say Ron DeSantis wins the nomination, hypothetically speaking, yeah, a lot of them might jump over to the DeSantis side of things and vote Ron DeSantis in a general election. That that might be true. But in a primary, oh, hell no. It's Trump or die. Yeah, uh, from the base, for absolutely. 100% I agree with you. But I, but the, the question is to the Donald Trump campaign. That That's the question. Does the Donald uh, Trump campaign, does Donald Trump himself, the does the you know apparatus around him have a plan to win the election? If they do, they've not come out and said anything about it. Um, now, I have a, I have a theory on that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's twofold. Number one, to come out and talk about that plan would be to intimate, right, that 
you might be guilty. That would it's be a really stupid suicide. political and legal mm-hmm. strategy, right? Mm-hmm. It's campaign suicide for sure, for multiple reasons, but yes. Yeah. So that's part of the theory. Mm-hmm. But when have we seen Donald Trump be disciplined in messaging and disciplined in thought, right? we I mean, that's literally he just spewed garbage back at Brett Baer um, in that Fox News interview. I mean... So... It's also clear to me that they don't have some sort of plan because he would have already spewed it because he is not disciplined enough to understand, shut your mouth. Don't talk about your legal stuff, right, on the political campaign trail. But but this would be that, – that's, that, that's specifically, I would say, for stuff that he gets uh, emotional about or he feels threatened. If, if there's if a strategy – You don't think the threat of win. jail is a threat? Well, no, no, I, I, I do, I do. What, I, what I'm getting at is, if, 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 if it would be campaign suicide, and he knows it would be campaign suicide to give out that plan, why would he come out and say something about it? What I'm saying is, is like if he's if he's worked up about, you know, this idea that there's a plan in place in case I don't win, yeah, then yeah, I could see him coming out and saying something about it. But I don't know. I don't know that he would in this case. Mm-hmm. That's fair I enough. mean, you, you, you could be totally right. Don't don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. I, I think the other part of this is what would that plan actually even be? And I think you can look at a blueprint of this has happened all over the world. We're, we're unique in that this doesn't happen here, right? That we are not jailing political opponents to win elections. Because let's be clear, this is exactly what is happening here. This is 1,000% their attempt to rig the election in a different way than they did in 2020. While still using the tactics of 2020 to attempt to rig that part of the election to finish off the Constitution of the United States of America. That's my firm belief on this, is that we will see the Constitution of the United States of America die a death, whether that's literal or figurative, um, if the Democrats do win this next election, because what disincentive do they have? Ron DeSantis would have killed his ability to come back into, into 2028 and win. Where's the rest of the bench, Right. So I'm looking at it from that perspective, but I think there's a plan that could be done. It's that plan of protest, right? You're going to you're gonna create a campaign of protest. You might still lose, right? But you have now created pure opposition because the choice of the matter would become what? If, if Trump wins and he's being imprisoned, right? And he's going to get convicted as he's winning the primary in inside 2024. What have you created? You've created actual pure opposition at that point, not just some, I, I could vote this way or maybe I want to vote another way. No, the choice is either you vote for people who imprison their political opponents or you vote in protest of that. That's the plan. That has to be the plan. And I think you have to wait, right? I think you have to wait if you are Donald Trump and his campaign to talk about that because you you don't want to speak it into the ether of conviction and 
imprisonment. You want to be able to legally fight as hard as you possibly can. And to publicly come out and talk about this would, number one, it would actually quash your ability to speak publicly because no sane judge will allow this, you know, I'm a political, you know, persecution thing. The gag order is going to go into effect and they're going to gag order him by putting him behind bars to make sure that that doesn't happen. Well, in, in most of most of politics and like politics 101, it's all about timing. Mm-hmm. And right now, as, as you're pointing out, right now would not be the time to do that. It would it would definitely be a campaign suicide type scenario. You would have to wait for a time to where it's not a campaign suicide scenario to be able. Yeah, to and, I, and I would circle uh, the day after Super Tuesday as that that uh, day, right? When when you know whether or not you've got the path forward. Right. Whether or not, you know, Ron DeSantis is is going to be a real competitor. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because we're looking at early March of 2024 as as that time frame. And that, I think, is a realistic time frame for a lot of these things to be going on at the same time. Excuse me, at the same time. And you don't want to you don't want to concede to your opponents by saying, hey, man, I'm going to be convicted. You don't want to be the person who becomes this quote unquote martyr. You want to be able to be a fighter, not a martyr. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward. I think that they're readily aware of, of the possibility that exists for him to win the primary and somehow end up in prison before the general election. I think they're well aware of that possibility they're just not going to speak it into the ether until it's absolutely necessary to to publicly go forward with this plan. That's where I'm at. I I, I tend to agree with that assessment too. Okay. So secondly, Steve Dask asked this question. Furthermore, what's your plan to win the presidency if Trump is under house arrest or even in a federal prison? Are you thinking of ways to sympathetically message that to independents who have soured on Trump and his candidates the last few elections? Trump's rallies are perhaps his biggest political asset, but what if he is lawfully unable to continue under those uh, continue those under incarceration? What is the alternative plan? So I'm just going to say this. I don't think he owes an explanation of this at all. Because that's literally giving away his campaign strategy. Why would you do that? You are still not fighting the general election. You are still today, right now. You demand an answer to that? Nah. Nah, brah. Not for me. At least that last part. Again, you're in a primary season. Your goal isn't necessarily to win independence right now your goal is to win your base and to win those that are least appealing to said base right now um and 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 beat out the other potential candidates but but he's moving but steve is moving beyond the primary and talking about the general here but i do think that this is important for people to understand because Part of the calculation that a lot of people are going to make throughout this primary process, Pat, is going to be, at least for those who are kind of on the fence in the primary season, is going to be the calculation of 
if I were to fill in the blank, pull the lever, push the button, whatever it is in your locality for Donald Trump, can he actually win? And the calculation for Ron DeSantis is not the same, by the way. No, no Thinking right. about a general election, it is not about can he win. <clears throat> it is about is he the right governance style? And I will say this. Very different things here. There, there are two. There are two different ways of thinking about winning, if you will, in a general election stance. Ron DeSantis will not have the problem that Donald Trump has with independents. Independents are, I think, it's a negative forty-one, like favorability mm -hmm. for Donald Trump right now. The last I saw, mm -hmm. that's a problem, and that's ultimately the the second biggest case for Ron DeSantis in this election cycle, right? Is that look at uh, how toxic this man is to winning in a moment in which our Republic hangs in the balance. Can you put your faith in a man in which so many people who will, he will ask to vote for him have no interest in voting for him? Even if you were to cut that in half, that's not enough people to win an election. We're not talking about going from 10 to 5% favorable, unfavorable with the, um, with the independent vote. And then, and then being able to pile that on with everybody get in, get in the boat of Donald Trump to save the Republic. Right? So again, the questions, number one, if Trump is under house arrest or even in federal uh, prison, what is your plan to win the presidency? That's an important question that does need to be answered. That is the ultimate question in the primary for Donald Trump. If you're going to ask me to vote for you in the primary, knowing what might come down the pipeline here, what is your plan to win? What is it? Because we have to win. I, I, have, I have a question here. How, how can you ask first of all, independent voters who, who have deep concerns about the legal issues here. And then how, how do you ask guys like us who have serious questions about the le legitimacy mm -hmm. of, of the legal stuff going on here? Um, and, and so how, how do you ask us to, to confidently vote for you? Uh, because here's, here's the other question I would, I would even pose in is, is Donald Trump's record the good and the bad good enough for him to beat someone that has dementia and shouldn't be in the white house anymore is is is, is that because like does that make sense by the way like w why because a lot of people are going to say well you know biden's got his issues but you know Trump's got all this legal crap going on that, that, you know, he's probably going to go to jail for. Why mm -hmm. would I vote for him? Why? How can you even ask for my vote given that these are still over his head? How? Yeah, but that's, that's not the question that Steve is asking Pat right here. I'm, it has nothing I'm, to do with that. I'm posing that question though. It's just, it's just, a, it, it, yeah, like, but, it, but it's irrelevant to what's, you know, so I understand what you're saying. It is an irrelevant question to answering what he's asking, 
what Steve is asking and what other people have been asking, what I've been asking is, what is your, what, give me, give me a plan. Show me how, if you are under house arrest, if you are somehow gagged from being able to do campaigning, how are you going to win the presidency? What is the strategy? Because it matters. It does matter to being able to vote in the primary, Pat. It does matter to to say, hey, I've got, I can't, I, here's the confidence. You asked for confidence. Here's here's the confidence that you can have in me. Here's what I'm going to do. You know, we're, we're also going to be able to sing the tune. And this is the thing that I think, as I talked about this in the last question, the, the tune that you have to sing to the independent, not just to your base, but to the independent who is sympathetic to political persecution being a real thing, okay? To that two-tier political justice system. You have to play up your victimhood in this on a political scale. So how do you do it? I would argue you kind of go like letters from the jail cell type stuff, right? And you throw it out there on social media and you allow the people to package it. You allow, you, they might not see you, but they're going to hear you one way or the other. And, th and that's what you say. You say, they are, they may try to silence me. They may try to gag me. They may try to do these things, but this ain't happening. And you create a rallying cry around that. That's the messaging that any sort of independent who is sympathetic to what is going on. They're hip to what is going on. They don't like the DOJ's um, two-tier justice system. They don't mm. like the thought of we're now going down the road of um, things that we wouldn't, you know, this is like um, the Jeopardy uh, thing that I'm thinking of, like the Jeopardy um, category. The, the Jeopardy category is things that don't get you criminally convicted but now do. For 200, Alex, right? Like, or Mayim or Aaron Rodgers now, right? Whoever is going to be hosting that show going forward. So, I guess the my question there would be, how is that a winning campaign strategy? It doesn't matter. We're asking him for a plan that he thinks would win it. It doesn't right, matter what, whether I, you think that. It matters. We're asking him to give us that, to say... That's what we're asking. We're not asking, well, how are you? No, no, no. We're asking you for the strategy that you believe wins you the presidency, given the circumstances of either house arrest or federal prison while having to campaign. How do you do it? That's what we're asking. We're not asking whether you think that that that's might literally be, right. be the only way he could do it, though. There, there really isn't a path to do that. That's, that's the point I'm trying to make here. There really isn't anything that he can right. do. You can argue that all you want, Pat. That's that, like yeah. I understand what you're saying. I do. That's not what's being asked here. We're, we're, we're you know. I I understand what's being asked. I'm just saying, I'm just saying at the end of the day, like like if if I'm to answer this question, right, and trying to come up with a way for, for him to come up with something that that he could, you know, reasonably yeah. campaign and give us that that strategy. There really isn't one. Yeah, it, is well, there is. There's a blueprint all across the globe, like I have talked about twice already. There's a blueprint. You become the sympathetic martyr, right? 
Look at look at MLK, right? When he wrote his letters from Birmingham jail. Prior to that, was he a widely sympathetic figure in the United States of America? Hell no, he wasn't. He became one because of that. He became one because he was able to message from jail and show the persecution that was going on. Donald Trump can follow that kind of a blueprint. And again, that's what I'm talking about here. The Democrats also have to be careful because they can turn him into kind of the political martyr. And suddenly the choice isn't Donald Trump and Joe Biden. The choice is political persecutor or we're not going there. And and that's a protest vote at that point in time. And that's a scary proposition if you look across the globe at what happened. What are they going to do? Attempt to rig a vote again? Yeah, of course, that's likely what... They're going to do. But again, uh, that only that falls anyway. further into we're devolving our country. And that's a problem. But, Pat, um, before we go any further here, we've got halfway through these questions. And I think they are very important questions. Look, we don't know what the answers always are going to be here. And you might disagree with us, but we're asking you to think through them. With that being said, I think this is a great time for us to play a little bit of the B or not the B. All right, so today's headline, if you're ready, is Florida Cat Lady Leaves Her Mansion and Inheritance to Her Seven Felines. Florida Cat Lady Leaves Her Mansion and Inheritance to Her Seven Felines. Now, while you are thinking about this, folks, um, we continue to want to support businesses that care about quality products and just not insulting you. Again, that's that's key. That's a baseline of going forward. So please consider doing business with those that don't insult you, like our fine friends over at coffeebrandcoffee.com, where they focus on quality coffee and not their politics, your politics, or anybody else's. It's literally a brand about <gasps> coffee. Now, they also have tea and hot chocolate and other accoutrements. So if you go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, enter the promo code CRITICALTHINKING at checkout, you get 5% off of your purchase today. They have a ton of really great flavors, fresh roasted into the bag coffee. Um, You can get it whole bean, you can get it ground up, you can get your teas, your hot chocolates, you know, stock up on that now prior to the winter so that you have it for the winter. Um, I, I cannot emphasize that enough. So... Go to our fine friends over at coffeebrandcoffee.com. Enter the promo code CRITICALTHINKING for 5% off of your purchase today. Again, that is coffeebrandcoffee.com, promo code CRITICALTHINKING. And with all of that wonderful goodness, Mr. Padoni, um, do you need the headline one more time? One more time. Yeah, Florida cat lady leaves her mansion and an inheritance to her seven felines. Is this the bee or not the bee? Well, I think the Florida thing's a dead giveaway, so I'm going to go with being not the bee. Are you sure about that? I mean, we get we get all sorts of Florida man jokes on Babylon B all the time. Mm, I mean, that's true. That is true. And at the same time, this is also kind of like if you ever seen the old movie, uh, it's like Disney movie Aristocats. It's kind of the same premise. Ah. Um, but 
Yeah, I'm going to stick with not to be. I, I feel like well, that your that's... your uh, instincts are correct here, Pat. This is not to be. <clears throat> Wealthy cat lady Nancy Sauer passed away recently, and she couldn't abide the idea that her cats would be split up or have to move out on her passing. So she made it explicit in her will that the cats would inherit her 4,000-square-foot mansion in South Tampa and enough money to care for them for the rest of their lives. And um... It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, the, the best part, Pat, is if you go to not to be and, and go to this story. I feel mm-hmm. like I've seen this movie before. <laughs> and it's the Disney animated uh it's like a gif of the uh, the old wealthy lady with all of her cats oh, the persian cats are all about five years old so that's at least another decade of the cats living in the mansion sour's idea was that someone would come and check on the cats every couple of days but that the felines would have complete run of the place because you know that's gonna go well can you imagine buying that house 10 years from now as they ask here, that was my first thought. Like how that, as a real estate agent, how in the hell am I going to sell that in 10 years time? More importantly, whom, whom do I go to, to sign a contract? Uh, pretty sure Paws McPauserson uh, cannot sign a contract. Also, Furthermore, anyway, who takes care of the cats? Anyway, yes, a probate judge ruled that leaving the cats alone without a guardian was not going to be good for them. <laughs> no bleep. So all seven of them were rounded up and taken to a shelter. <laughs> the house and everything in it went up for auction, and the cats are going up for adoption. The shelter is going to try to keep them together. If you're in Tampa, Florida, and feel like being a crazed cat lady man <clears throat> with a few Persian cats, these seven might just be for you. Besides, the judge also ruled the inheritance is going to follow the cats. Well, at least a portion of it anyway. Uh, Sherry Silk, executive director of the Humane Society of Tampa, indicated, quote, the exact amount is still being worked out by an attorney, uh, but it will be, <clears throat> quote unquote, substantial enough to cover the cat's food, medical and grooming bills forever. They're young. They're only about five years old. Persians can be expensive and persnickety. I would just argue cats in general. Persnickety is a good word for a cat. Mm, I was going to say I have two and yeah. Also, I, I, they continue saying, I don't know what the year the upkeep of a cat runs these days, but multiply whatever it is by seven, and you'll probably have enough to get yourself a rocker and a nice Afghan, too. <laughs> oh, and there's a great gif of the uh, grandma in um, 
in um what was the cat um not Clifford the big red dog but the the cat from the Felix Felix the cat from the 80s and 90s the cartoon Well I mean uh, the gif looks like Garfield but... or Garfield yeah not Felix yeah. Garfield yep also still a very underrated I think uh animated show but anyway um what cat ladies are crazy but this is like top of the heap crazy pat yeah yeah like i said i have two i would never do this are you sure uh positive okay well then let's go ahead and continue on our path here because what we have i think come up with so far is that short of the message of martyrdom if you will right political mm-hmm. martyrdom there's no way that this works if you're Donald Trump. Like, you almost have to lean in, right? Like, you almost have to want to be convicted. Like, dare them to convict you. Dare them to do it. Because otherwise, you're politically dead. I I don't see a path forward. Like, yes, it's true that his base will be his base, and the cult of MAGA forever is going to be MAGA forever. There's nothing you're going to do about that. But if you're Ron DeSantis, if you are Tim Scott, if you are some of these others that are kind of on the periphery, although I would argue that Ron DeSantis immediately becomes the front runner, immediately, if this really goes down the way that we think it will. Like, there's there's no if ands, or buts about it because I know some MAGA Forever types who they're not actually MAGA Forever in terms of, hang on, I'd rather give up my country than not vote for Donald Trump, right? Like, I, no, I'll vote for Ron DeSantis if... If it's really a choice of my country or this dude. And if I'm Ron DeSantis, that's exactly the messaging that I give out here. Look, it sucks what's happening to Donald Trump. I'm aware of this being political persecution. But here's the reality of this situation. He can't win. Physically, wouldn't be able to win this election. And we can't afford to lose our republic. And that's exactly what's at stake. But... Let's go ahead and and take a look here, Pat, at question numero trace, if you are ready. I'm ready. And that is, have you game theorized what to do from a lawfare perspective? We know Democrats often do things that are knowingly unconstitutional and just wait to see if we can get the courts to overrule them. Thus, what if blue secretaries of state tried to deny Trump ballot access to acquire the required delegates for the nomination? Or more likely, what if after he he's the nominee, enough blue secretary of states tried to remove his ballot access so it's virtually impossible to get to 270 electoral college votes? Key swing states, Arizona, Michigan, Nevada, and Wisconsin all have blue secretary of states. Trump won three of those states in 2016. Now, I think he lost all of them in 2020, if I'm correct there, Pat. He did. So, again, what are you going to do from a lawfare perspective? And this is, this is I think, the critical question here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you what, – what, let's reverse engineer what the left has been doing. How do you do it to them? Because they, they, they've shown they ain't above this kind of dirty stuff either. They will pull every lever that they possibly can. That's how much they 
ate Donald Trump. It, so and here's the thing. Like, like they, they would totally flip this on its head if, if Trump tried to do the same thing to them. Mm-hmm. They, they would totally do that and say, oh, we never did this when they really did and flip it on its head and do, yeah. do, do the exact opposite to, to, to Trump. Yeah, so what are they going to do about it? That's the big question. What are they? Have you even theorized? Have you even thought through the like five possible strategies in terms of getting in front of this? Right, because in my my intimation here is they haven't, because we know this from twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. We watched the Trump campaign, the the National Republican conference. Right, we mm-hmm. watched Team GOP state local level we watched everybody sit on their they literally i would suggest put their hands under their rear ends and sat on them yeah because what what changed from 2020 to to 2022 and then what changed from from i mean there were some things that did change right there were some things like in florida and other places where they you know Mm -hmm. clarified some things whatever the rules of the game of 2020 were in place in 2020 and they did they challenge them did they do anything in a quick and tidy fashion hell no no that the point that steve made here is exactly the point that um we know democrats often do things that are knowingly unconstitutional and just wait to see they play the well we know we're likely to have this struck down but by the time that it actually goes through the court it will have been too little too late. We're not redoing the 2020 election. So we're just going to do what we can. Now, do I suggest that the answer is to do it back to them? Not necessarily, but I, I would suggest the answer is to get hip to the game they're playing and start now. Put this in motion through the courts now. Get an answer from the Supreme Court of the United States as to what the law says about this situation. That's my theory. You put this in front of the Supreme Court and say, hey, hang on a second. We need clarification on this specific law because that is – it's not even like a federal judge does this. The The Constitution, it's the Supreme Court that would answer this because it is a federal election law. I, I don't disagree with that. <clears throat> I guess my thing there would be is do they have the – bandwidth the wherewithal to even think about that right now given with everything else that's going on he's got enough lawyers and more importantly enough people around him who could easily get in contact with the right people to come up with that legal political strategy that's the reality he's got the time he's got it there's no problem there we're 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 not even to the first debate happening up in milwaukee um in august right we're not there yet we still have what eight ish weeks before that even happens. So yeah, it's like later in August, but anyway, the whole point of the matter is this, they've got some time to think through this and you should be thinking through all bits and pieces of strategy. Now should versus Donald Trump and the reality of that don't know, but I think this is an absolutely, absolutely important question to answer because 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 again michigan nevada wisconsin right and arizona 
pick those four states off and and those four states with blue secretary of states. You don't even have to if you are team left, right? You don't have to do anything other than we're going to use those four states and then dare the Trump administration to or the uh, the Trump campaign to take us to court, right? Is it going to... Is it going to get fast-tracked enough to answer that question fast enough? And, oh, by the way, we've also mailed out, like, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of ballots to people who then have already made up their mind before the courts make up their mind. That's why you preempt that with an ask to the Supreme Court on clarification of law. That's why you do it, because then you go in front of the American people and you're able to say, this is what the law really says about this. So don't let the blue state, you know, don't let these states steal your vote. Well, and this is why this question is so important is because you don't <clears throat> you don't want a repeat of 2020. If you're Donald Trump, you don't you don't want these issues again. So the only way that you can ad address those is to address them now. Mm -hmm. Get out in front of it. Make the courts make a decision before the election even is close to happening. That way they can't do this again. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Thousand percent agree with you. All right. So with that being said, let's move on to the fourth and final uh, question or sets of questions. And that this one I think has maybe the greatest potential for impact and devastation. Number four from Steve Dace. What assurances do we have that Trump will not cut a deal for himself at the last second to avoid prison time, which may include him leaving the race even at the last minute? Now, why is he asking this? Well, that's because, as he points out, this would throw Republicans into absolute chaos with little time to muster a critical mass behind an alternative, but also ensuring defeat. So looking at the potential timetable for these cases, it is quite possible they don't get to resolution till close to Election Day. So would Trump consider a mutual pledge that the RNC agrees not to ban nominating a candidate under indictment arrest provided Trump agrees in turn not to agree to a plea deal that would end his candidacy. As he points out, let me put a finger point, uh, finer point on it. If Trump is asking Republicans to risk nominating a candidate who could go to prison on election day of 2024, is it also not fair for him to therefore pledge that he would rather go to prison than cut a plea deal that ends his candidacy? And this one, I think, is is important because of that whole thing. He's asking for that trust in the nomination process. Trust me, right? Trust me and all the things that are going on behind the scenes, right? Trust that I've got a plan. And I'm not going to, you know, screw you in the end. I'm going to stand by you like you've stood by me. I think this is absolutely fair for for us to demand that he says, I'm not cutting a deal at the last minute. That's my pledge to you. But I will say this. If you're the Republicans, if you are Team GOP, you also need to know the answer to this. Because guess what I'm doing? Behind the scenes, I'm coming up with the game plan for this exact scenario. I'm coming up with it. 
because I that's that's because here's the deal, right, Pat? Mm. When it comes to Donald Trump, who who does he actually care about? Himself. How do we know that? Because he's, he's proven it time right. and time again throughout his entire life, throughout his entire political life. Have any January Sixers, um, have any of those people been helped by Donald Trump until yeah. it, he got his ass called out for it? No, not a single one of them. When, when it was about anything other than um, himself. No, he wasn't there behind the scenes helping people out. Look at what happened when he called for people to meet him at that one Cuban restaurant in Miami after the um, arraignment, right? Or he said that he was paying for everybody's meal. He showed up, glad-handed for 10 minutes, took some pictures, looked great in front of the cameras, turned around, didn't order a single thing, uh, piece of food, never paid for anybody's meal. But he asked everybody to show up for him. So don't tell me that this isn't something Donald Trump wouldn't do. So if you're the art, so for me, this is more of the, hey, RNC, what are you going to do about this? Yeah, because Trump could totally do this. I could, and I could see him doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, and, and the thing is, I, like, I, and I think the Democrats are even expecting this too. They could see him doing this, but they're also expecting him to do this when it's politically expedient for him to do so, which is probably the last minute, probably when he, when he has no other options left to, to, to make right. that plea what, deal. What he'll That's do what is he'll hoping for. Right. What he'll do is he'll mm-hmm. he'll wait it out, right? Get the nomination mm-hmm. and then ha <laughs> surprise. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, That's wait, honestly what? the hope of, of the Democrats. Right. So then it becomes wait, what how do, how the hell do we So if you're if you're Rona Daniels or whatever her name is, um Rona mm-hmm. the the one that heads the RNC, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're her and the rest of that uh that um, top level committee, you better be thinking through that process. You better have a secondary plan for the entire process, by the way. And I think the easy answer is guess what? Second place gets all of the votes. Mm. And that's where if we're you, going. Right. If you don't, if you don't, then you fundamentally have killed the party. Now, ironically, wouldn't this be hilarious if they decided that uh, the rules of the game in every state, including the caucus states, is that uh, ranked choice? Because <laughs> that's actually a way in which you can guarantee that if this scenario that we believe is going to play itself out is taken care of. I mean, I guess. It's a... Terrible way, in my view. Mm-hmm. I hate rate choice voting. It is garbage. Thanks to Alaska, you now still have Lisa freaking Murkowski. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, there's no chance for a third party to, to win. No, bull, bull roar. Bull roar. There are plenty of places in which you could win by simply just running as the alternative to, you know, un un. Um, contested elections. Run, make it a contested election. I just holy smokes, that would be terrible. But it is, it is a, a temporary way in which you could potentially alleviate this problem. There are probably other ways in which we're just going to agree to the rules of the game that if 
if the nominee, like you just write it into permanently, by the way, this isn't even targeted at Donald Trump. Should the, should the nominee, um, be imprisoned, go to jail under indictment, right? Whatever, however you want to write the rule, the votes go to the second place finisher in your state. Wouldn't that be something you would want to do now? No, exactly. That's my point. You put it in now. You put it in, or or you put it in in the fall, right? You put it in in enough time for people to know that it exists. That's my point. Right, because you want, like, like should this happen and Trump, you know, not be on the ballot come 2024, you want there to be a way for people to coalesce around another candidate, right? So mm-hmm. you would want to do this sooner than later. Yeah, because, yeah. So anyway, I, I mean, it would also take that candidate and make them as weak as humanly possible. And you bet your ass Donald Trump would do that for revenge. He is as spiteful, man- vindictive as a human being as you could possibly imagine. I mean, he is literally Kelly McEnany, right? Like, look at what he did to her. Look at what he's done to every single person that he put into positions within his administration. Look at what he does to Mike Pompeo, to Bill Barr, calling him a fat pig and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, For, oh God, simply speaking an opinion that is different than Donald Trump Bow down. So I think all of these are really important questions because it's not a joke, right? This this election is do or die. And and I hate using the this is the most important election in our lifetime thing because it's, because it's literally been that my entire life, right? But I'm looking at this from the perspective of if if what is the signal sent if Joe Biden's elected versus let's say a Donald Trump, we're okay with political persecution. We're okay with, this is not about the people. This is a ideas. This is a principal election. Now, if it's Ron DeSantis versus um, our friend, uh, Joseph Marionette Biden, okay. If it, that's a different dichotomy, right? That becomes person versus person. And the, intimacy or the intimation of republic saving versus whatever um goes on is part of it but it is the smallest part of the election at least on a national scale you and i might pay attention to that more than most would but the 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 dichotomy of that general election changes based off of who is running that's the crazy part here I would still argue that we have that this is the last stand, okay? This is it. Because the signal, no matter who runs on the Republican side, the signal sent by a Joe Biden re-election is we don't care about dementia. We don't care about physical health. We don't care about corruption. We don't care about any of that. The Republic is over. That's the, that's the message. I just, yeah, this is going to be fascinating. For better or worse. Um, I, I, I would just say this. This is this is something everyone needs to think through these questions, right? And I think there are, there are far more questions than just this to think through. A thousand yeah, these, percent. These are just four. A thousand percent. Yeah. So. Um, 
so this is take take the time put your put your pride aside okay especially if you're in the manga forever crowd or mostly in the manga forever crowd but are, are at least willing to put your country first right and and but think to put about Donald trump first is to put your country first no manga. no it's not and, and, that, and i would say it for any candidate by the way yeah. not not just trump and and to be fair to even make this even more clear we are not fanboys of anybody at this point like, like I think I think it's open season for our vote. As yeah, I mean, this anybody. morning, Pat, I just literally ripped uh, Ron DeSantis a new a hole for suggesting. You know how we win the semiconductor war, Pat? Tariffs. How well did that work out for us before? Yeah, that's literally what I pointed out. Uh, mm-hmm. So, and then I also had somebody come back to me with, "Well, this actually works for this industry." Wait, 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 wait. So tariffs work in this industry, but they've never worked in any other industry, any other sector of the economy ever. But this is different. How? The definition of insanity is trying the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome. Well, you see, it makes our ability to 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 make the product at the high cost better because you are increasing the cost of the Chinese side of things, except for who the hell's paying the tariff. It ain't China. It ain't, it, it's us. It's yeah. we. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, the, the, the tariff is going to make uh, the, the companies like Apple and, and Microsoft come back to the American shores because they won't want to pay the tariff on those goods. No, they'll just pass it on. They'll just pass it on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but my my ultimate point is this: while we're thinking through these questions, right, and and the vast major, the vast many more of questions that are out there, mm-hmm. we have to consider the consequences of this because elections do have consequences. What are the consequences of sticking it out for Donald Trump until the bitter end? What are the consequences of, of going for someone else? What are those consequences? Have you considered the consequences? Or is it the consequences be damned? Do you cut off your nose to spite your face? Because that's that's literally, basically, in a nutshell, the argument that is being laid out before us is, we it's right or die with Donald Trump, and we can cut off our nose to spite our face, and potentially still lose an election or get, hopefully we get lucky again Th- that, that's the argument here with donald trump right now guys that that, that is literally it mm-hmm. you're you're hoping to get lucky again yeah that's the that's it yep i it, it, it it's not going to work that way this isn't this isn't 2016 the game changed like that from 2016 to 2020. Yeah. And and here we are. We're playing 100%. the same game all over again. 100%. With that, though, Pat, your final thoughts on today's show? Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And never, ever, ever leave your estate to your cats. Please be smart, be safe, be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals today. And as always, Matthew, 547.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.